I am not going to put a gender no. on my child. He can decide on his own what he is. Or isn't. Or, yeah. Or, 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 or everything. Welcome to Trivia of Your Here we are. It's, uh, it's another, well, no, it's maybe our first Fringe special. Oh, yeah. For um, this year. For this year. Yeah. Um, we have two Fringe stars with us. Uh, who, both of whose shows, whose shows I cannot remember the name of. Uh, <laughs> That's why they're here to tell yeah, us about exactly. them. They can start by telling us. Steve Murray, uh, you are an actor and a photographer. What the hell is the name of your show? Uh, I am in a show called Black Catfish Musketeer. One word, written by Dylan Coburn Gray, who's sitting beside me. Nice segue. Nice segue. There you go. Right, and Dylan. You are an actor, writer, uh, performer, thing, man about thing, a musician, and you are involved in every single show in the Fringe this year. Is that correct? <laughs> Except for one. Except no, um, for one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm involved in a couple of things: that yoke and the collapsing cork, the collapsing hork, the collapsing hork yoke, um, and my own thing. Yeah, yeah. the Enid, and what's the name of your show? Perseus after the black. Perseus after the black. Uh, I looked it up last night, and uh, so you uh, you're performing in this with several other people. Are you in this? I'm uh, yeah, yeah. I'm one half of the show. And yeah. The other half is like rotating. Yeah. So there's a different performer with you every night, and they mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen. Yep. Uh, For like thematic, artsy reasons. But you know who the person who will be who will be opposite you is. You know who it is. Yeah, kind of just because I I, I feel like the root of just. Pulling someone out of the audience, like you, you're in the show now, is a bit um, sketch because okay. you know it's like I think yeah. just the way life goes, you'll inevitably pick the person who you know has a real complex about reading out loud, or the yeah. person who has a fatigue thing that means they can't stand on stage for yeah. an hour without you know like falling and having a seizure and dying, you know. So yeah. it's kind of yeah. just make sure a lot. all the time. Yeah. So it just makes sure it just makes sense to kind of pick someone who yeah. knows they want to be there. And can I ask you a question though? Are you nervous? that the actors you've chosen to be with you are going to try to upstage you um, I've just outact you <laughs> oh I've just kind of accepted that that's like going to happen every night okay and just I've made my peace okay and that's probably the healthiest way of doing it yeah so yeah. you're not saying they're going take it easy <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. relax I mean one of the really funny things that keeps happening in the rehearsal process is because they have the script there in front of them for certain parts of the show so that they can just read um, if I paraphrase they just fucking tell me off like they will stop the show in order to go it's actually aged 14 not age 14 <laughs> like that's the level of criticism I'm dealing with um, what dick which I kind of which I'm kind of okay with okay. you know yeah. it makes me try harder there you go yeah uh, who, who are some of the people you have in the show with you? Um, like going in order, I think we've got uh, Sophie Joe Wasson, who's deadly. We've got Claire Barrett, really who's you deadly. Were say she's who's dead? dead. Yeah. She's dead. <laughs> That's quite the challenge. She's dead. She's a zombie. <laughs> we're gonna open with a zombie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can only get better from there, you know, because zombies can't talk. Um, uh, who else? I think we've Claire we've Barrett. Got, you said we've got Claire Barrett. We've got Amy uh, Conroy, Zoe Reardon, Louise Lewis, uh, Clara Hart, and Mabel Mahoney, who's in the Aid and is doing that, and then running uh. across town. So it's so lots it's, of overlap. it's all ladies. Yeah, doesn't have to be, but it is. Oh, really? It is. Okay. okay, interesting. So 
at this point you're kind of like the Kevin Bacon of Irish theatre like you, you could play the six degrees of Kevin Bacon with Dylan Coburn Gray probably just one degree mm-hmm. is there anyone you year, haven't worked yeah. with maybe Annie that's yeah. it but now you're on this podcast there so you that's go completed it. that's a gist I also haven't worked with Paul Erdos but you know that's kind of the the, <laughs> the mathematician yeah who they, who, who they nicked <laughs> the Kevin Bacon thing off so like I may be a Kevin Bacon but you know I have a, yeah. I have a very bad high Erdos number still so uh, you're also a master of niche references. Which, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I managed to get it, and I have a degree in mathematics. So, uh. um, and can you tell Steve? Do you want to tell us a little bit about Dylan's play? Um, I feel well, nervous talking right? about I the know, play, yeah, even though the writer is like wrong, yeah, and yeah. he's popped into the show. Exactly, like, you don't yeah. get it at all. No, wrong, wrong show. Like, what? what have you been rehearsing for last month? Uh, it's a show called Black Catfish Musketeer, and I'm one third of the cast we have Catherine Russell and Aoife Spratt as well and we have Claire Riley directing so it's a brilliant little room um, and we've been trying to decipher all of these words that Dylan has written and as you said niche references <laughs> uh, for the what, past month is it, is it a drama or a comedy or a you could laugh what's the kind of type it's, it's, you gotta be careful with this stuff it's about people getting to know each other through screens and to play about how the internet feels rather than about the internet itself. Okay. Right. I guess if you say it's an internet play, people think you're going to be grey and play a glitch. Mm. You know, oh, yeah. It's not. Um, or make very overwhelming statements about the yeah. political you know, ambiguities of the internet. Or yeah, that kind or that's all so it's not about that necessarily. Written in code or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that's, the Matrix. That's next play. It's yeah. not the Matrix. It's not, not the Matrix. Play. Written in yeah. entirely in HTML. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I've, Groundbreaking. I've been watching The West Wing again um, since I had a baby when I feed him. And the, uh, there's lots of interesting things in season three about the internet and how to, um, how do you control it or not control it or do you make laws about it or do you not make laws about it? Obviously, we're beyond that now, but it was interesting to see what they were saying in 2001 about mm. the internet. Mm. Mm. Pretty much they had it right. Yeah? Yeah. Did they predict social media? That was a, the they didn't predict social media, but they did no predict Bebo. that all the, um, that you were going to be able to, it was going to be used for good and evil. Mm. That it was going to be something that was going to be incredibly useful, but also was going to lead to terrorist organizations mm. being able to connect across the globe. Good and Jesus. evil. Yeah. Like Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. Or Harry Potter. <laughs> like anything. Really. Yeah. yeah. All you we can need be is invisible. dragons. Yeah, obviously. Ultimately, the only way to destroy it is to drop it all in lava. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The internet is like that. Yeah. yeah. Dylan, I would say you probably have uh, an answer to this. What's your favorite web page on the internet? <laughs> My favorite web page? Yeah. Oh. Is there something. Um, that you found in there sometimes. Oh, I feel like this is cheating because it's on an aggregator type thing, but there's uh, a Tumblr which is just pictures of capybaras, which I think is pretty great because they're funny. They are hilarious. Because they're rodents, only but they're big. giant. Yeah. They're R-O-U-S's. They are actually R-O-U-S's. They are 100 There's my There's my niche <laughs> reference for the day. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, rodents Princess Bride. of unusual size. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Yeah. We're keeping score now. <laughs> Steve's little eyes are popping out of his head. Get in there with the architects. Get in there with the architects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get Um, some photography references. Yeah, Yeah, really niche. Just make up a name. (laughs) Have you not heard of Francois Lingard? You would not understand that. I quite like Tumblr Mm. for its specificity. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you know what I find completely addictive? I don't even know how to pronounce it, but Imager. Do you know that website? Yeah. Mm. Oh, 
it's just like I think I was looking at it for an hour last night it's just like endless memes and you just just keep I'll just look at the next one do you mm-hmm. know those where it's just like oh, yeah. I'll just look at the next one yeah I find the really dangerous thing with Imgur is that if you don't go on for a day the backlog of images you haven't seen is enormous so you then spend like two hours just clicking through to get to the last thing you saw uh-huh. whereas if you go on like every 40 <laughs> minutes yeah then you, you know you've seen everything that's it gives of, you an illusion of control that's how I feel about Instagram which makes me think yeah. I should probably quit it because there are moments where if you don't see it for a day I start to be like but what did I what did I and I, you know you I know. only follow people I know basically it's not like I'm following mm-hmm. that's not true I follow the New Yorker magazine and Vogue magazine okay. but you know them you know of them I, I know of them and basically they know me so mm-hmm. it's fine no but it is that, that sense of like a little bit of panic where it's like oh my god I'm not even down to where I was before what else do I have to see <laughs> yeah. it's like oh, nothing but also I have to say Breastfeeding's great for that. You're sitting there yeah. looking at photos. And, and, and Five times a day. You know, you're, you're giving and you're getting. Done. You're giving and you're getting. You're working out and you're looking at photos. All those things. And you're, okay. you know, connecting with another human being. There you go. Mark Andy, you should try it. Yeah, I don't breastfeeding. have Instagram. Yeah. I should try breastfeeding as well. Mm. Yeah, just, no. just replace the in- imager for breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a simple swap. <laughs> I'm sure there's some, some webpage where you can advertise yeah. <laughs> wanted child to you, breastfeed. You can get... Um, and male. You can, there are, they do make this thing for men to, to wear so oh, you can yeah. okay. breastfeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Mm. Apparently, if you massage... Uh, your nips long enough, a man can produce milk from. But like, when you say long enough, like how long? I think he I, a I day. Think he, yeah, I think no. I think you have to like. Maybe and it's that, like a routine of like half an hour for two a day for two weeks or something. Oh, then you get some milk dedication. out of there. You got to work on your technique as well. Is that, yeah, 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 no, yeah. That kind of sounds wrist. like it belongs in the same you know like biohack category. It's the whole thing of <laughs> you <laughs> can you can not use contraception if you dip your testicles in eighty degree water every day because oh, it renders you you know like temporarily <laughs> but you know reversibly yeah. sterile. Eighty one. But you also much. have to yeah. <laughs> but I think eighty is like the, the you know the perfect balance. Seventy nine. Oh, oh, but also Sorry, like you're pregnant. Celsius. And I'm, yeah, on the one hand, it works. Too risky. That's Jesus. way too risky. But on the other hand, you also have to dip your balls in eighty degree water every day, and you're like, just yeah, just do something else. Do yeah. You know? Fry your sperm. <laughs> <laughs> scramble. Scramble your yeah. sperm. Scramble. Yeah. Scrambled. Oh. Over easy. <laughs> and so let's get the uh, dates of all these many shows out before we forget. Uh oh. No, I know, I do know. <laughs> Again, my eyes are popping. Niche reference out of my head. alert. <laughs> Alarm bells. Black Catfish Musketeer is the 19th to the 24th in Lear 1. Of September 2016. Yes, 2016. In the Lear. In, yeah, in this century. Yes. Uh, in this planet. <laughs> in, this planet. In, in this planet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so and it's at half six every evening, so you could go to something afterwards as well, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. Do you know? Um, so instead of GMT, the more correct thing is UTC. Instead of Greenwich Mean Time, the more correct thing is UTC. What is that? What is it? It's just like. What does it stand for? Universe. That is the question. Mm. Do you know what it stands for? Ultra time. I don't know. It sounds like a wrestling sport. Ultimate. Time. Ultimate, Ultimate time UTC. control. <laughs> Ultimate time control. Yeah, it actually stands for nothing. Uh huh. I learned last night from Only Connect. Um, the English speakers wanted it to be um, 
Central Universal Time, CUT or something, and the French speakers wanted it in a different order, UCT or whatever it was in French. And then, so they just said, um, well, let's just put the letters in this order, which doesn't satisfy either of us, but just doesn't mean anything. So that's okay. U- UTC. Uh, and why is Greenwich Mean Time? Is Greenwich Mean Time well, gone the very... way of like other sort of racist slurs we're not allowed to use? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that was perfect. We're gonna have to take a, a photo of that. <laughs> Hold on, I, 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 I nailed Dylan. It was like the it was like the water bounced. It was. It's like of all places, of any direction on the clock that could have gone. Yeah. <laughs> it went Seriously. on to the mic. Uh, I think we should just blame the bottle for that one. Clearly, it had it out for me. You need one of the nipple ones. I need a nipple one, because then it's not going to get... She um, has a bottle with a nipple on it that he must suck (laughs) in order to get... (laughs) Hold on, I got to make sure we can see this. Look at that. That's a very very artistic... I'm sorry, Dylan, I hope you're not going to catch your death of cold. No, that's fine. Okay. (laughs) No, it's just do some jumping jacks. We didn't tell you that we like to abuse our guests with booby traps as the... Uh, could be uh, it's radically live it's just react in real time see what's going to happen yeah. do you want to wipe it with my little bag I actually I, I think I'm alright actually it's not that much okay it looks it'll like it's kind of on purpose it'll keep you yeah. chilled yeah totally. like those jeans that I pre-ripped it'll stop you from overheating which I do need help with my hair is in my mic no it's alright you're just testing my mic just oh. testing okay. mm-hmm. you're a little quieter than everybody else well I can speak up as well. There was a competition between Greenwich and Paris as to where the meme was going to be. Because the oh, French yeah. were like, it should be Paris because we're French and we're great. And obviously Paris is the only place you would want to define your time in terms of. And then at a certain point, no one could agree to that because the French were so like superior about it. So in the end, it kind of defaulted to Greenwich. That's like my very, very, very not accurate gloss based mm. on yeah. longitude. But it was that the festival. Basically, it was despite the French, <laughs> based on the, fe- the festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they wanted everyone to get yeah. to Marley Park at the same time. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but didn't that happen in 1916 when the, the British were coming over? Again, I'm going to get facts wrong here. No. When the British were coming over, we used to be something like 26 minutes behind London. Yeah. Dublin time, yeah. Dublin time. Dublin time. <laughs> Dublin time. Uh, the rare time. Dublin time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, was it just to? What was because I think they want to synchronise all of the, the troops blocking off okay. Dublin and blocking off the different places. But, like, but people, well, because, you know, the sun takes a bit longer to get here, we didn't have those time zones uh, where everybody was blocked off. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. so we technically are 26 minutes behind, I guess. Yeah. So if anything, we're wrong now, probably. Yeah. yeah. The sun isn't at its highest point at midday here. Here. Yeah. <gasps> Oh my god, now that just wrecks my head. <laughs> it makes it not Smarty. worth living oh in Dublin. Oh god. No, it does. Because if you think about it, the rest of the world is really fucked then. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Because also, the United States has way too many, but surely there's it not. It does, there's and there's, a, a, there's an episode of Freakonomics about that, about how if you're at the start of a time zone, like you get extra daylight in the mm. morning if you're at the end or whatever like that. So it actually affects the productivity of a city at the start of a time zone at the end of a time zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it. And there's weird things where states are cut in half. So you can be driving in the same mm. state and all of a sudden you're yeah, in the same Speaking of the West Wing, that's one of my favorite moments. That's, uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that happened recently. And they get fucked by yeah. time zones. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but it is true, like Florida, I remember being in Florida and being like, well, we're in it at the same time zone. So, not, so not did you go back in time like, or go forward in time? in time? Chuck Tingle, erotic novel. Fucked by time zones. Fucked by time zones. <laughs> I have no idea who Chuck Tingle is. I lose a point on that one. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, he's, he, he writes erotic novels yeah. uh, called things like Pounded by the Pound, which is about people <laughs> having sex with the, with the pound sterling. Um, and, and, and indirectly, it's a really powerful political allegory about Brexit, but it's also about someone having sex with a load of pound coins. Um, make of that what you will. Um, so he wrote Pounded for the Pound, so when you say fucked by time zones, I'm like, Chuck Tingle, there's your next, there's your next, there's your next book. Um, yeah, I, I'm still having a hard time picturing being fucked by the pound. Yeah. I think it's like an anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pound. So if you okay. imagine well, okay. a pound as drawn Arms by the people legs. who drew Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And you, also there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pound sterlings, or the pound symbol, maybe. <laughs> you could be imaginably oh. fucked by that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. That is a six. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Would yeah. you rather be fucked by a harp symbol or a pound symbol? Ooh. No, that's just showing, well, that's a bit, showing that's your sides there. Is, that's just showing your time zone. There. <laughs> yeah, one is more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Irish harp of the government is backwards to the Guinness harp. Guinness got there first and trademarked the harp that, let's say, it looks like a seven, uh, like strings between yeah. it. And then when the government came along, they were like, "We want to use the harp," and Guinness were like, "We got there first. So the harp on a euro coin is backwards to the harp on a pint. They got a twentieth-century foxed, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, cool. That was a There's good niche reference. I think we all got it, but nice one. Yeah. Just trying to get some points here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you are. Under the radar. And also useless trivia. Keep throwing it out. Yeah, that's all yeah. I got. The, I'm done. Yeah. good. But what <laughs> is the harp? What is actually the harp symbol? Like, what in Irish lore does that? Well, it's a Celtic harp. Yes. Okay. For one thing. Right. And? Did someone famous use it, or what does it symbolize? Or? Like Nisha or someone, or one of them. Searsha or Nisha or Nisha or Isha. I think just some vague sense of Irish Irish deadliness. Musical instrument. The Ilan pipes didn't look so cool. It was like wide, you got squids on your coins. Yeah, a little octopus. Bauron is just another coin, it's just another circus. So it was just about the musicality of it. I guess so. I don't know. Could be more to it. Zeus has got that going on as well, hasn't he? The Zeus harp? has a, a, a liar. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe we need like a pan harp. Cherubs, don't they have a, a pan harp? Liars pan harp alliance. Oh yeah. Okay, pan African yeah. alliance. Yeah, but yeah. it's just for all of the people who've got a thing going with harps. Like harps. So yeah. us. Greece. There's mad connections like that with Irish like imagery, like Panathinaikos Football Club in Greece use a shamrock as their crest and their jersey is green. Mad. Or like the Germany away jersey is green apparently because we're the first. We're the only team that would play them after after the World War Two. Really? Yeah. We, like West Germany, were like, does anyone want a game? Anyone, anyone want to play us? And we were like, ah, yeah, sure, we'll give you a game. And we're like, All right, <laughs> our away jersey will be green now as a thank you. Yeah. So they wear white normally, but then they play yeah. in, in black or green. Although I did see them play in away game, like in an away strip that was green. I was like, hey, what happened? What happened? What's this? One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good. Good. Excellent. Let's go to our first question. Let's, let's oh, wow. go to the game. Cool. Um, so this is, uh, we're going to ask so all the excited. questions. We're all playing together. Okay? okay. So no, everyone just like back off. All right. Just everyone relax. Um, and we're going to open with geography. 
What New Mexico town made a fitting home for the International UFO Museum and Research Center? You know, no. God, I'm gonna like guess like Knox or something. Like Fort, isn't there a Fort? Fort Knox. Fort, Fort Knox, Knox is in Kentucky. Um, so you're close. It's in it's the something United like States. that Fort. You know, no, it's not Fort something. Um, it's, um, Roswell. It is. Oh. So, There's a whole TV so show. So I'm we'll just I have not up our obscure references if we can't win other questions. Yeah. To. Who's read all the cards anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read them all. No point in playing it. Uh, yeah, like did, did, did that TV show ever come over to Ireland? The, yeah, it the was on TV, okay. but I didn't watch an episode of it. No, I, but I'm not. I'm not big into that kind of extraterrestrial. You couldn't identify with it. Boom! Oh yeah. <laughs> Throwing out the gags. Um, yeah, but people are, um, yeah, totally obsessed. Mm-hmm. It, the, the whole thing, though, about government hiding UFOs and the whole Independence Day thing, I think you, I think I personally could get sucked into it. Maybe not fully believing it, but definitely sort of going, oh, what about this? What about this? Yeah. Because it's, it's fun to think about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I've also seen people pointing out that their most common time when a new president is inducted where they where they kind of feel like they have to ask yeah about the whole alien thing yeah, yeah. and about the, the so is mm, yeah. you know do i find out anything on i think there's color? a quote from gerald ford when he became president and he asked about it and he just said yeah it, there's shit that you would just turn you white like yeah he kind of made some there's some <laughs> quote from him saying like holy shit lads I can't tell you but like fuck I, <laughs> I kind of thought he was talking that kind of also sounds like he might be talking about some sort of ethnic cleansing plan you know like there's shit that will turn you white like you literally <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I yeah but it's always in New Mexico and out west which makes me think there's got to be something energetically happening History. out there mm, to make or people or not no but I think what it is <laughs> <laughs> Also, what you can see the sky more out there. That is for sure. Okay. It's much clearer desert, big sky. So there's more sky. There's more sky. You did see more stuff. Anybody watch the? Did anybody watch the X Files, um, the original series? Are you guys? Mulder and Scully. Be, yeah, yeah. I found yeah. it too scary. Yeah. As a small child. Yeah, you were too young. How old are you, Steve? How dare you? I'm trying. I'm trying to eight. Okay, maybe you're. I, I wouldn't remember. Well. Yeah, yeah, I just never yeah. got into it really. Yeah, they relaunched it, and mm. and and I watched the first episode and was like, "How was the X Files always shit? Like, did I just not realize because I was young yeah. or something?" It's and the it's TV the Zoids moment. Zoids moment. Yeah, because when you're a kid, Zoids is the most amazing show on television because it's about bad CG robots fighting each other. Oh, and then when you watch it with like adult vision you're like oh this is the worst show because it's about bad CG robots fighting each other there's, there's no plot that's all it is oh yeah it's very disappointing uh, yeah there's a review of somebody re-watching He-Man and be like this doesn't even make sense from it. like not, there's no, yeah I kind of feel like He-Man crosses the line twice though like it makes so little sense it's kind of beautiful yeah <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't returned to it as an adult to, He-Man to and witness. Shira 
Because even just in terms of how they made it work, like how they coded the characters, is we need a bad guy, and we need everyone to know he's a bad guy, even though he mm. doesn't do anything bad, because no one <laughs> takes any course of action that makes any sense, so we'll just make him a skeleton, and then everyone will know he's bad, Automatically, right? Yeah. Totally. In a hood. A skeleton in a hood. Let's just That's because it's throw yeah. symbols at him. Because it looks like death. Ripped. But, yeah. <laughs> Ripped skeleton yeah. in a hood. Yeah. You can talk. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know they're bad. Yeah. When skeletons talk, it's never good, a good thing. No, I'm laughing. You're never going to meet a good skeleton no. who's talking. You know? Mute skeleton, maybe. All right. Entertainment. What brand of baked beans was advertised as being saucy to the tune of You Sexy Thing when it launched? When it launched? So, yeah. like, You Saucy Thing. Yeah. Very good. Okay. And Just making sure we're all on the we're yeah. all, yep, that's same good. page. The, um... Well, I mean, how many brands of beans can you name? Well, I'm going to veto Heinz because they have their own thing, don't they? Heinz means beans. Teaching yeah, children across the world to spell incorrectly. Surely for Heinz beans now. were around before you sexy thing. Is it? Is this like a really? Is this like a QI question? Is where, it a trick question? Is it, one of the, is it one of the imprints that Heinz use overseas where they have a different name but it's still Heinz? Because uh-huh. in New Zealand, Heinz beans are called Watties. God. Really? Watties beans. Yeah. And what Watties. kind of beans are in Heinz baked beans? Like what? Baked. Baked. Yeah, but <laughs> what bean is it? Baked. Baked. <laughs> it's one of those foodstuffs that doesn't really have a lot to do with, you know. Anything else. And it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just like. You just we, eat as a child and then, yeah. Because the, the other one in the States is, is Boston baked beans. Never heard of them. Right, but they wouldn't. They're not here. There's so. bachelors. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm. But again, I just feel like baked beans just so old that I feel like though, like you saucy thing is an angle that would appeal to bachelors. So maybe bachelors. Mm. It kind of wrapped it up, oh, right. it, isn't it? Brand identity thing. Mm. My bachelor I like pad. Where, I like where your brain bachelors went there. Bachelors beans. Do you eat? Listen uh, to. Are either of you, you bachelors at the moment? You. Yes. Yes. Um, do you eat bachelors baked beans? because of that? I don't discriminate. I eat any beans. Okay. I eat all beans. And are you fans of beans on toast? You'd have to be. Yeah, is anybody not a fan of beans on toast? Do you know what I'm a fan of? <laughs> I don't know which way <laughs> this is going to go. How you look? Sinister. Yeah. Uh, scrambled eggs and baked beans on double, toast. Double trouble. Yeah, double that's trouble. good. That's good. I'll give you. I'll give you that. Thank you. But I grew up. I grew up not eating baked beans for breakfast in any way. Like, baked beans were a sort of summer thing, summer picnic barbecue thing. So they were. Mm. You'd have them with hot dogs, and like not on a hot dog. But you'd have them like with on mm. your plate with a hot dog and maybe corn on the cob and all. That's that's. Yeah, how yeah. I think we used to get them in a bowl on our plate mm. at dinner, like as a kid. Mm. And I always, I thought that was always funny, like cutlery on cutlery. Like, where do you, where do you stop? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there another <laughs> egg bowl in the in the bowl on the plate, but which is on a saucer, which is on a it's table? Sort mat, of like a, uh, a Japanese a fork, which picks up another bento fork. box. Yeah, it's the Irish it's version the Irish of the bento, bento box. Bento busket. Beans in there. <laughs> bento <laughs> busket. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, do we have an answer? Do I have any other beans? I'm going to go for bachelors. Bachelors. Okay, I'm going to go for Heinz just to fuck them up. Neither. Are there any other bean brands anybody can think of? I've never heard of this bean Tesco brand. Beans. Yeah, yeah. Tesco Beans. Tesco own brand <laughs> yeah. beans. Uh, it's Branston. Does anybody know that brand? No, I mean, is, is Branston like Pickle, the, but I guess they yeah. branched into beans. Is this like the, the 1980 
Trivial Pursuit. No, and sometimes the really newish. fun this anachronistic is. questions like what female prime minister of England know, is yeah. wonderful and definitely not at all fucking up the country forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, there's quite a lot of fun to be with playing that region. Yeah. 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 No, this is from 2013. Hmm. 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 Yeah, Branson. I love a Branson. I do love Branson Pickle though. And also, why was that entertainment? Because it was an ad? Because it has a song. Uh-huh. I'm entertained. Yeah. Yeah, we're all entertained. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are you fans of uh, the band Hot Chocolate or the drink that sang a You Sexy Thing? Obviously. That's oh, oh I didn't know they were from Hot that. Chocolate. Yeah. I thought it was Tom Jones for some minute. That was he yeah. had something similar though, didn't he? You can leave your hat on. Was also on the um, soundtrack also raunchy, to aren't they? Monty. Yeah. Uh, Hot Chocolate. They sang that, and um, you don't remember me, do you? What's that song called? Started with a kiss, the back row of the classroom. No, nope, you're too young again. <laughs> <laughs> you're I welcome. Don't, I, don't, I don't know that song, but that's you don't know Started with a Kiss. Mm-hmm. That's on the X Files soundtrack. Yeah, it was uh, that, that Gump. such a that's creepy song. Uh, why? Why, get, why does it get creepy? No, it doesn't really. Oh, okay. that's just because of the X Files. Okay, I love old songs like that that are a bit creepy. Where you're like, what? Like some, like some, there's some, I can't think of any examples right now because my brain is I mean, brain is the lines you just sang where it started with the kiss at the back of the classroom, which could go a very creepy direction, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, it could. Sex Bomb. Yeah. Is a Tom Jones song. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to. That was the worst link from what you just said. But I just remembered the Tom Jones Sex song. Bomb. Sex Bomb. In the back just, of the yeah. Because it's not a problem. Classroom. It's not a problem. That's just how you announce, announce uh, my arrival. Your yeah. arrival. <laughs> Sex Bomb. Yeah. Here we are. Okay, history. What early video game's entire set of instructions was avoid missing ball for high score? Avoid missing ball for high score. Uh, give us a description again. Eighties video game, is it? Early video. Early video game. Early. So probably eighties. Gotta Entire be seventeenth century. Yeah. <laughs> Brick breaker. Brick breaker. I never. Or pong. Or pong. I would guess pong. Because pong is earlier. Yeah, a brick breaker. I guess is like arcanoid. Is that where the bricks are up there and you're? Yeah. I'm, um, could be that. I'm completely out of this discussion. I might go Pong because uh, we made a show last year where Brefni was a robot um, and in it she had a robot monologue about Pong in which she said, ah, yes, Pong, the first video game to achieve mainstream success and recognition. So on the basis that the robot in the play said that, I'm going to go with Pong. Okay. It's valid. Yes. It's, it's fate. Uh, I'm, I'm opting out of this one. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I I would guess. Pong I'm gonna take as my well. pass. Um, I'm gonna just say Space Invaders just to be included. Yeah, fair it's enough. Good, you're yeah. part of the game. Just wanna belong. Pong. Pong. Congratulations. Pong, pong, pong. So what do you have to do? What kind of balls are you missing? And it's, it's not an emotional thing. Like you're not being like, <laughs> well, I'm missing the balls. It's it's based after ping pong. Just two blocks either side and you're playing against somebody and you have to oh uh, yes know it I know it yes yeah. I know it yes I know it yes I know it uh, yeah I remember playing that probably being frustrated by it and Hot Chocolate was playing on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the Ghetto Blaster so you just had to move one thing up and, and you played yeah. against the computer or uh, you, you play against, against or each other ah mm. avoid missing 
Yeah, it's a bit weird. weird. Hit the bull. <laughs> it's another way of saying. Yeah, it, it sounds yeah. like one of those Japanese things that's been the... retranslated yeah. back out. Of... Don't not avoid the barrels Donkey Kong is going to throw at you. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's a completely needless. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Double negative. He's got some spare pixels to fill up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, would you say that those old video games are more or less addictive than things that people have on their phones now? I used to find them entirely frustrating. Okay. Not not addictive or fun at all. I hated them. Okay. Because they were just like, if you have to hit the button at the right time, and if you hit the wrong time, you fucked up. Like you'd have bounced onto the other thing. Like there was no like, that was it. Just hit the button at the right time. That was the only skill. Do you know? Rather than oh, I'm exploring and going over here mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. So you're not into that mindless. Like we were talking about on our last show, like the Candy Crush. You know, it's that same kind of like mindless. It's, pretty, yeah. it's prettier than Pong, though. Yeah. So there's that. Also more convenient. It's in your pocket. It's in your pocket. Exactly. But you don't do you really think carry Pong around in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. can, you could carry a table tennis bat and play real life <laughs> Pong. You know? Yeah. And how do we feel about real life ping pong? Pretty good. Being yeah. pretty addictive. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should have more concrete tables in Dublin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And go to Berlin and stuff and they've got like just... They're just tables. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you just show up with your. You show up with your ping pong bat. Um, ping pong hard ball. to trash as well. It's not like they'd end up in the Liffey yeah. that fast. <laughs> Which is always people. I remember when Dublin Bikes first came in, everyone was saying the bikes were all going to end up in the Liffey. That's Liffie. the barometer, yeah. That's the barometer. Yeah. How Liffey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you chuck this <laughs> into the Liffey? Yeah. Yeah. Then <laughs> Joe Duffy trying to create, uh, uh, what would you call it, an offense storm or an outrage storm. Yeah. Because he was like, he was having, he was hearing reports that as many as, hold on to your seats, people, you know, that as many as, as many as up to and or including two bikes have been vandalized. And we were going, that's not, that's not that's a trend. That's not, two bikes. You know, like, that's yeah. not a trend. That's, that's not, not a yeah. thing. That's not happening. We're fine. Yeah. You know? mm. um, we can beat that amazing that that has taken off. And the plastic bags and the smoking ban. Like, we should give ourselves some credit sometimes. No, I, yeah. I give, I, I give you guys credit a lot. Do back, you home have, back home in the States. We can't get our shit together to do stuff like that. Do you have any ideas like that? That you like, why don't we just do this and then you know, uh, solve that problem? So like Dublin bikes? but Like Dublin, Dublin bikes or a smoking band or plastic bags? Uh, so, so like a wellness, a wellness thing? I, or just a general annoyance? What? Like, a, like are you talking about like a wellness thing? Like making no, just like healthier? Just a practical. A fix. Oh, okay. That, How about a button on your TV that when you lose the remote you press the button on the TV because you're never going to lose the TV press the button on the TV and your remote beeps and lights up that's a good idea that's a good so idea so obvious well done that's very good I should go past did you that. think of that just now no no I, okay. this, this has been stewing for this a few is, years this has yeah. been years <laughs> so <of> obvious <laughs> I've yeah. like, oh is it down the couch is it is it in the kitchen oh, I don't know I just press the button on the, the huge yeah, TV Yeah, because they had that for um, phones, you know, cordless phones that nobody has in their house yeah. anymore, you know, for actual landlines. You could beep, 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 beep. So that would be my contribution Good to one. mankind. I like it. Um, aside from, like, Dublin zip lines as a thing, like if you just <laughs> yeah. tied loads oh. of zip lines to the top of the spire and then you could just you zip to Ranala in, you know, like yeah. a minute. Yeah. Uh, no. I did really enjoy <laughs> I don't have anything that's all I've got but I did really enjoy recently um, in his way where he weighs in on things as though he's thinking of something for the first time even though it's totally already a thing where Niall Harbison reinvented the ghetto because he's like no I was just thinking that in terms of you know like dealing with 
you know, homeless people and drug addicts and everything. It would be great if we put them all in the same place. And everyone went, <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- that, that is a thing people do. Uh, but it's a thing people shouldn't do, Niall. You know, I mean, it's like you, you, I, credit, you know, credit for having had the idea, but A, it's been had before, and we know it's a really <laughs> bad one. It has not worked out. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Trump, like, yeah. <laughs> build, a, build a little, build a little I mean, wall around them. Yeah. Kind of sweet if it <laughs> wasn't so horrible. Put them in there like, I sincerely have invented the ghetto, and I sincerely think the ghetto is a great idea. I'm just going to patent that now and put it out there. If yeah. no one wants it, cool, but I thought of it. You know? <laughs> now, now make me Taoiseach. Yeah. I've had this idea. Good. I don't know. I've never, I don't know who Niall Harbison is, but uh, I didn't know if that was a, um, if that was a piece of wit that he had come up with or, or a real idea. Um, was he being sarcastic? It could, could be satire, no. couldn't it? Yeah. It was sincere? Not. I think it was, I think if it was satire, it was like Donald Trump satire. It was just, <laughs> I punched you in the face and you're, you're dying. But I didn't mean it, so it's funny. Yeah. Stop being hurt, you know? That type of satire. That or is when you say it and you're serious, but then you have to go back and be like, I was kidding. Definitely that joking. Was, I yeah. mean, duh, who would say that seriously? Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Uh, okay, arts and literature. What's the movie if John Hanna reads W... What's uh, the movie if John Hanna W.H. Reads? Auden. Yeah, Funeral Blues. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, well... Uh. <laughs> I mean, obviously, has, you know the answer, but... It has funeral in the title and four other things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. But I don't understand why they say, what's the movie if John Hanna... Is it four words? It's four words as well. Well, it's just saying, in what movie does John Yeah, but Hanna I don't they just say, in what movie yeah, does he mean? They're Good just points. weird about okay. it. They invented Pong as well. They're terrible with yeah, this yeah, yeah. Four, wor- four weddings and a funeral, not four words and a funeral. Four, four words? Fjord words and a funeral. Fjord words and a funeral. It's a Norwegian <laughs> version. Um, that's, a um, great, that's a great movie. It is. It is, yeah. It holds up as well. Although I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. No, it holds up. We watched it about a year ago. It's great. Still good. Still funny. I mean, it's, you know, dated looking, but it's... Yeah. Very amusing. It also has that thing going where Richard Curtis seems to like writing female uh, love protagonist people whose main thing is kind of being horrible for a lot of the film and then just kind of doing a total... Kind of being a bitch. Really? 180. Um, Yeah, I mean, Andy McDowell is the worst thing about the movie and it's almost worth watching it because of how bad she is. Yeah. I mean, she's just shockingly bad. Yeah. It was amazing she got any more jobs after that. Having said that, Annie McDowell has redeemed herself in my eyes as an actress because she was in Magic Mike XXL and she is hilarious. Ah. In that. Mm. Yeah. Also, is it her daughter who's in the weird new Spike Jonesy thing yes. doing the freaky dance? Yeah. Because oh. that's pretty cool as well. Okay. So, my Annie McDowell. Everyone flipped out about the Spike Jones video. I was like, yeah, it's all right, but is this not just Spike Jones doing a cover version of Spike Jones? Is this not just a hot young girl instead of Christopher Walken? Like, it is just somebody dancing around, like when in the Weapon of Choice video, where Christopher Walken. I will say no, okay. because she has lasers in her hands, and in time with the music, she's like, and smashes things. So it's a totally different work. Yeah, but doesn't Christopher Walken. He dances around and ping, the, the, the lift goes. It's not a laser, but it's pretty close. Well, I mean, that's your answer there. It's not a laser. I mean, it's totally different. <laughs> I think it's pretty much it's the same. It's totally it's different. Not, it's video. not a light show in the same way. Yeah. This one might be a light installation piece. Yeah. Does she fly in the video? I'm not familiar with the video. No, Does I haven't seen it either. She flies a little bit. He flies. Uh, yeah. He does. Yeah. It's 
pretty, pretty much the same thing. Just, just like Fine I don't lasers. really have any new ideas. Well, I suppose tomato for an ad, he was like, "Fuck it, I'm not giving you a new idea. I'll just do the old one again." What's the song? In the new one. No. Oh. oh, it's I don't know. Uh, I don't know who it's by. I think it's by Spike Jones's brother-in-law or something. Really? Yeah. Keeping it all together. Yeah. Um, I read something about a culture clash for me. So Daniel Day-Lewis's wife, who's Arthur Miller's daughter, Rebecca Miller, is directing a movie with the lead from Vikings in it. And guess who's doing the mu- music? The Beastie Boys. Oh, that's a lot. Which seems like Daniel Day-Lewis to the Beastie Boys was a real stretch in my head. <laughs> there it is. All together. Apparently, Daniel Day-Lewis and Rebecca Miller are very good friends with one of the Beastie Boys and their well, wife. And, that'd yeah. be amazing if if it was announced that Daniel Day-Lewis was playing was, the be- all three would, Beastie Boys. <laughs> no, which was joining the Beastie Boys <laughs> after replacing. the death of yeah. uh, that guy. Yeah, the, the one of them. The boy. The, uh, the who boy was, who died. Who was Beastie. Come on, Steve, you can get oh, it. At the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting you pause. Like you're going to have a... He's, he's really... He's oh, <laughs> so <laughs> close. He's straining, he's straining. Like these things, you have to go and think about there. something else and it will <laughs> yeah, come yeah. back. <laughs> With these, apparently, you have to go and think of something else and it yeah. will come back. It will yeah, keep okay. working away. Should we do Science and Nature and then we'll see if... It's yeah. Science and yeah. Nature. What was the name of the last living giant tortoise, a species that became extinct in 2012? I think I heard a podcast uh, on this. Uh, and the Galapagos. Hmm. Do you know? Do you yeah, because he had a, what are one of those names? Like Yeah, he had a, uh, I think it's, is it George? Methuselah. Lonely George. Yeah, Lonely George. Or, oh. Yeah. George Lonely is his name. Lonely George. Oh. That wasn't the name That's of the That's not Beastie Boy. No, no, no. Not quite Beastie enough. <laughs> is it Adam or... Um, J-Rock. Adam Horowitz. Uh, yeah, but... Um, I can't remember his Beastie Boy. The Beastie Boy's yeah. names. Uh, first, let's check. Lonesome George. Lonesome George. Oh. Because he was named by a cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, George is a name that's really having a resurgence in the really? this day and age. Yeah. Uh, the Young Prince? And I think because of the Young Prince, yeah. Uh. There's George, is, George is around. Um, but I think that the tortoise was named before Prince George was born. So. I think so. Because he was not born until after 2012. I think. Was the prince named after the... The tortoise. Mm-hmm. Class mm-hmm. giant tortoise. Mm-hmm. I would actually respect him so much more. <laughs> yeah, in, in homage to the giant tortoise. They're going to have a daughter named Lucy after the fossil. After the fossil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know that the, it's on QI, and I probably said it on this show before, but uh, they, there was an expedition to bring giant tortoises back from the Galapagos. And... Yes, and they they just couldn't stop themselves from eating them all. <laughs> the oh, sailors, they were so delicious. They were like, oh, let's just have another. Like, they, they put 27 tortoises on the ship or something, and then by the time they got back to Britain, they had eaten them all. That's like, that's oh, like, what, happens, so that's like what happens with yeah. Percy Pigs. Yeah. You'd be like bringing Percy Pigs back and be like, just one more. Oh. I mean, in fairness, if you if you realised you had the last bag of Percy Pigs, one hundred year old Percy Pigs, they wouldn't last a day. No, it'd no. just be like, no, you'd be like, you know what, you know what, we might die tomorrow. Yeah, we better eat this Percy Pig. Uh, yeah, um, poor tortoises. But they were good for storing as well because you could stack them up. 
And they just uh, couldn't escape. They couldn't escape. They wouldn't really go anywhere, and they wouldn't like go mental because they're tortoises. They, you know, <laughs> and so yeah. And then you. But could they just, weigh a lot. Yeah, but you know, you stack them up on uh, on shelves, and then and then shelves. also their shells were good for storing yeah. water. Oh so, yeah. Um, they're very useful. Very useful. And if they say their megaphone stopped working on the ship and they were near land, you know, they could use the shells as some sort of <laughs> yeah, that too. amplification system. Yeah. Wow. Old time ships must have been really weird between that and the using whale foreskins as aprons. Oh, yes. Which is a thing. Mm-hmm. Which is a thing. <laughs> I'm learning so much. And, well, that's why, we do, more but often. that's why we do. That's why we do the show so yeah. everybody can learn something. I love yeah. this. Yeah. And you can take it away, and you're going to be an absolute legend at your next dinner party. People are going to be like, "This guy is brilliant." Is mm, yeah. Steve, do you have any fascinating photography facts? There's got to be something that put me on the spot. Yeah, now. I know I have, but like. God. He couldn't even think um, of the Beastie Boys name. I'm kind of fascinated. Dylan has jumped in. Dylan probably has one. Try yeah. it to your area of Dylan expertise. Dylan has seven for my one. <laughs> no, I was going to... Yeah, tell us. So you told me a really interesting thing a little while ago. Um, it's good. It's, he's about being the colour blue. <laughs> I know... I know... There the is color, a colour blue. Color. There is a colour blue. I've what? Heard, I've heard about this colour. And you can photograph it. But I, no, I get this a lot of music stuff when it, you get a big red wash. And the camera hates it because it can't decipher between dark reds and, and bright reds. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we have like a different, our eye has a different dynamic range than the camera. Yeah. So we can see like really, really dark shadows and really, really bright lights, highlights with our eyes. So we yeah. can go from, you know, when you're in, 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 in your bed and, and, and it's dark in the room, you can kind of decipher between, you know, your bedside table and the wardrobe and mm-hmm. the carpet, even though they're all basically dark. dark. The camera yeah. can't really tell. Because yeah. it's it's got a limited dynamic range. Ah, basically. stupid camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so hopefully I, they catch it. I think that's actually the same fact I was talking about mm-hmm. because it was the thing of in black and white movies that they would have all worn blue clothes because you get a crisper picture, yeah, which is like blue being the opposite direction to, to reds, skin color. Reds, which yeah, the camera what can't kind of filter. Or what I guess what film you would have used years ago would have yeah. converted different colors. Black and white films. They used to paint the American cop cars instead of black and white. They would paint them yellow and purple because it would look the same, but then they wouldn't be mistaken for a real cop car in real life. Ah. That's so no one could take time. it and go out for a joy yeah. red. Yellow and purple. Yellow and purple. Like a clown car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look like a real idiot trying Lots to arrest somebody out of a yellow and yeah. purple car. Wow. That's another fun fact. Let's do mm-hmm. sports and leisure. What uh, is the world's most popular sport? It's a sport question. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, 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 question. that's the most general question. <laughs> think, of, think of a sports question. Uh, that would be really uh, fun in any other category. Yeah. Like, what's the world's favorite country? Yeah, what's yeah. the world's most read book? Yeah. Um, yeah, what's the world's most popular sport, people? Well, my instinct says football, football yeah. as in soccer. There's, there aren't twick, twick questions. Twick, no, no, twick questions in this, on this card. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think football. Yeah. Well, certainly not cricket or baseball or tennis or something. Maybe, maybe there's a trick here in that it's not tied to a time frame. It's like in the entire <laughs> sum yeah. of human history, mm. what sport have the most people liked? So I'm going to be so really like history. Ar- archery? Well, I'm going to go with like the, the Aztec handball 
game, you know, yeah. where you, you cut everybody's heads off. Because they had an empire. They did. For a couple of hundred years. They did, yeah. You know, so yeah. maybe there were like billions of people who were really into that. Yeah, or spe- javelin, which is just spiritual, yeah. really. Because it doesn't mm. say what is the world's most popular sport now. now. Yeah. Well, it says what is. Um, that is. Yeah, but who's to say what time is? Yeah, it's like counting dead people are there on Earth. Do you know huh? what I mean? Counting dead people. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. don't know. We can only mm, we can only take in so many, you know, realities. We yeah. don't know what's actually happening, really. Isn't it like for every one person, there's like nine people below you or something? Like right now. Like right now. It's just in a, if you're in a really tall building, there's more no, people below you. it's just Jen oh, 10% and Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's below. Well. <laughs> yeah, all right. They're fine. They're alive, too. Yeah. Yeah. They like football, too. Uh, it is football. It is yes. football. Not the outside handball yes. games. I know. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, that's second. It doesn't say it on the car, but second is Aztec handball game. <laughs> yeah. Close runner-up. Close yeah. runner-up. It's really close. <laughs> um, but Just like, get a few more people. Don't you think... I mean, I know, again, that's the most sort of popular competitive sport, right? But a lot of people Jog. swim and Jogging. run. Yeah. Like, I think those would Swimming be... Swimming is hard to get access to, though. You know? If you're not by the sea... If you're inland. In an, in, you could be in a lake, near a lake. Pools. Yeah, pools, but like, not everybody in Brazil yeah. has a pool. And you don't think about it as a yeah. sport, really. I if you also people... counted running, any time you run mm-hmm. as a sport, it's totally running. <laughs> running for the bus. <laughs> Cycling. So, yeah. running in football, you would count as running. <laughs> as running. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. It's a Venn diagram of, of yeah. activities. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Only the goalkeeper is not <laughs> also playing the sport and running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sprinting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think that's a stupid question, but I yeah. like it. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, are you football fans? Yes. What t- team do you support? I believe this is a question that football people ask each other. <laughs> Did you Did see that game last night? <laughs> There's no game last night. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Them I, I, I am a big Liverpool fan. Oh, I yeah. It's, people find it kind of funny. Um, I just don't know. People just don't think that I'm a big That you'd be a sports fan? fan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like no, total, total escapism for me. I would have guessed of the four of us that you would be a football fan. You would have guessed? Yeah. Well, well I wouldn't guess that I am, and I wouldn't guess that Annie is. I'm a huge football fan, but not like not Premier League. Like I like, I love World Cup, and I Dylan's love. Dylan's too busy writing and Dylan's plays yeah. <laughs> to and, and he's an imager and, and Tumblr, and you're busy yeah. doing other shit. Yeah, hey, Dylan, um, are you a football fan? I mean, no, no. Just, just no, <laughs> just no. I was. Um, I, oh no, go ahead. Oh, one of the few games I've watched of football was when I was working on a football show on TV3 and I was like, I better watch some of this thing because, you know, I'm supposed to be writing jokes about football. So I sat down and watched Liverpool in the UEFA Cup final in 2004 or something like that. And it was one of the best matches ever. Do you remember that? 2001. Could have been 2001, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, where, yeah, they went like 3-0 down by half time and then came back to win it. It was brilliant. Oh, the Champions League final in Istanbul. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. It's a life-affirming moment. Yeah, yeah. They went 3-0 down, and then the second half, they score a goal, and uh, what's-his-face, the captain? Gerard. Steven Gerrard. 
waves at the crowd like come on let's fucking do this and then they come back and they did do it I was like oh my god I love this sport I'll never watch a match again because that's the perfect one yeah, yeah. I picked the right one yeah yeah but that's but football that's why is over but that's yeah. why sports are great like for those moments that's why you watch them in general like that's oh, yeah. I was actually surprised we have friends um, I got uh, baseball tickets friends good friends of ours are in the United States at the moment in Boston and it is height of baseball season, and we got them very good baseball tickets as a gift, and of course they know nothing about baseball, and they're gonna be having amazing seats at a very important game this weekend, and it's Red Sox-Yankees, which probably means nothing to anybody in this room, but it's a big effing deal. And they were texting yesterday being like, since we're here now, we're trying to watch some baseball games and try to pick up, and I was actually incredibly surprised by how much I know about baseball. I was sort of giving them little tips and what to look out for and what to look into more, mm. and um, so I surprise myself sometimes with my sports knowledge. Mm. Yeah, and I baseball. guess you just consume it, don't you? But it's baseball all is something that you could actually like because it is a math, math. It's a mathematician's game. It's all about statistics. Yeah. And that's how you know who to play on what thing and where to put them. Yeah. Where to put the line? What to pitch to them? What not to pitch to them? It's all about statistics and finesse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And men with giant leg muscles. That's the other. <laughs> I'm quite that, that place. Yeah, because sometimes, well, it depends on which league you play in, because some of them don't need to run the bases. There's always yeah. one player on the American League teams who doesn't need to run the bases. He can literally just hit. What? Yeah, it's called the pinch hitter. Oh. No, not the pitcher, the designated hitter. Pinch hitter can come in. He hits, later. and so everyone else who's on the bases gets to run and finish. Well, there. he has to run if he hits a home yeah. run or if he hits or if he gets on the base. You can put in a pinch runner for him. But if you put in the pinch runner, he can't come back in to hit later. So you want to make sure that he's doing all his hitting first. But that's why the, when the league split, it was a big deal because people didn't want to allow this. They wanted if, and so it means that in the league, the American League, where. The, you have a designated hitter who only hits, he doesn't play outfield, so he doesn't catch the ball at all when they're on defense. And the pitcher then doesn't hit. So you can just be a pitcher, you don't have to be able to whack the training ball. must be a nightmare because some of them yeah. have to be fit and run and yeah. the other one just gets to go and eat burgers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'll turn up later and, and whack usually, a few balls with yeah. a piece of timber. But that's what sort of gets annoying is that you can, if you hit, if you don't want to put a pinch runner in for them and it's close, but you want to keep your designated hitter on the bases, it's like, is he going to be able to run fast enough if there's an infield hit, for example? And some of the pinch hitters, I mean, some of the designated hitters can do it, but some can't. It's all, anyway, it's fascinating. fascinating. Biologically, you cannot react fast enough to look at a baseball coming at you and hit hit it. You, the the speed of reactions of it of it traveling from your eyes to your brain to your muscles. So you have to actually, by instinct or guess, guess where the ball is going to go, mm-hmm. by how they're moving and stuff. Yeah. Look. So look. It's but it's also again you have all the statistics in your head. So he's like he just threw this pitch. I reacted this way, so he might throw this. It's all it's yeah. it's body language. Chest there was body a little um, uh, neuro back and forth thing a little while ago in articles because a dude wrote a big thing saying your brain is not a computer it doesn't have algorithms Rawr! and his mm-hmm. example was someone running to catch a ball in a game of yeah. baseball 
Uh, he's saying, your brain doesn't compute trajectories, it's too stupid to do that. All it does is it follows a simple decision procedure where it goes, um, if the ball is here, try and keep it in a plane with the ground such that you're always perpendicular to something, something, something. And as long as you're doing that, physics means you'll be moving towards the ball and you can catch yeah. it. And then everyone went, oh, cool, interesting. And then someone pointed out, I mean, it's not done with ones and zeros, but that is... 100% an algorithm what you're talking about right there which is you know like yes. it's, you know it's just operating on quite a high level which kind of undercut the whole so our brains may actually be computers after all um, just to veer yeah. that sports question yeah. back yeah. into yeah. a back deeply into, nerdy into thing where you <laughs> back to where Dylan would be like no I yeah, can talk yeah. about it it's Mark bad. started that process <laughs> yeah we had our, our nerds on that end at the table yes uh, well guys thanks very much for being on the show Go see them Go and see their, their fringe shows. shows. You can find them at fringefest.com. Fringefest.com. Um, how would I follow you on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, Steve? Uh, I think on Twitter I'm Murray underscore Steve. I think it's the opposite on Instagram. It's Steve underscore Murray. Just to keep people on their just shows. Yeah. Or they have a search function. So you can, you can just Google things, you know. Yeah. I hate when people do that. When they're like, how do you get tickets? Or how do I get to the park? There's a website called Let Me Google There's a website called Let Me Google That For You. And oh, so I can yeah. go, how do you get to the park in Google? Or letmegoogletforyou.com. And then it will send a link to them. <laughs> and when they click on the link, it will automatically go to Google for them. You'll see the mouse cursor moving and typing, how do I get to the park? <laughs> or how do I get tickets for Steve's show? Or whatever. And it will do it for them. So is that your answer? It's really the... passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. So that's website, my answer. Best yeah. website. That, yeah, I think that might be my favourite website. <laughs> it's really good for being passive aggressive. Um, and on Twitter and or Instagram and or um, personal uh, website. Just on Twitter? Um, and I'm at Gillen Doburn Cray because really cleverly oh my God. I chose a handle that's ungoogleable not deliberately <laughs> that was just a really stupid thing I thought was a good marketing decision but wasn't it's a long yeah. game you're playing the long game I'm playing the long yeah. game yeah uh, thanks for having us on yeah do you have any shows beyond the fringe coming up afterwards or anything like that anything to look forward in the long run not yet cast no. me in yeah. things yeah. 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 I will stuff. be available, available for work for after the fringe yeah. Um, do you have any any more uh, photography shows coming up or anything like that? No exhibitions, but plenty of um, shoots and things coming up. And Super. It's all on the. Yeah, we, I mean, if people want headshots, or they can hire you to take. <laughs> this is amazing. Photos. You should do this yeah. more often. Yeah. yeah, I do that, but I do do that during the summer normally because I do them all outside. It's not really nice bringing people out in the winter because their cheeks go rosy and their nose goes red. And, yeah, you know, it's not a good look. They get a bit drippy. Yeah, mm-hmm. chattering teeth and. Mm-hmm. and Drippy eyes, yeah, you know? yeah. Unless yeah. that's what you're going for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. If you're looking yeah. to be uh, cast, there's yeah. plenty of things you might want to be cast. Bird in. flu victim number three. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's a yeah. niche market, but it sells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it for us. We'll check you next time. Until next time. To hoop it up. Thank you. <laughs> Starting with the key.